thanks for Google Hangouting. Hi, today. everyone. Welcome <laughs> to Merch Money. We have Jason, the shirt father, with us today. So welcome, Jason. Hey, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. You brought props. Oh my. That's how it started. So <laughs> I love it. You should keep that on. Yeah, keep it on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That fits the persona of the shirt father now. Absolutely. Yeah, now we understand. Right. <laughs> All right. So we'll go around and introduce ourselves. Who wants to go first? I guess I'll, I'll go, go first. All right, Jason. Take it well, I'm thankful for a couple things. I'm a proud father of two, a six-year-old and a six-month-old. Had an awesome Father's Day. So happy Aww. belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there and uh, for all the moms who are doing double duty to you too. And um, also, I'm really happy. I um, want to do a shout-out to, to Matt, Matt Sheeran, who did a thing for um, for a good friend of ours, Anna, who uh, recently lost her her husband and her, her boy's father. Uh, to to cancer, so we raised a lot of money for that. So really thankful for that. The merch community as a whole really came out in support, and that's an awesome thing to see that our community. Um, I was part of the FBA community for a while, and it's a different community. And I, I tell you what, it was awesome to see. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. All right, merch mama, you want to go? All right, I'm Michelle Wentworth. I'm merch mama. And I'm trying to think, what's my positive thing for this week? Um, well, I just came off a vacation. So I was away all last week, and I didn't do any merch whatsoever. But I uploaded a ton before I left. Um, so it was just nice taking a break. And now that I'm back, I'm going back to it. And uh, But I'm heading off to Amazon Boost tomorrow. So don't know how much merch I'm going to do, but hopefully it'll be another positive experience where I could meet other people and network. Ooh, that's New Orleans, isn't it? New Orleans. Yeah, you're going to have so uh, much fun. I've lived there for a while. I love it. I've never been, so I'm excited. It's really nice. You'll like it. So, And we can't wait to hear all your posts yeah. on the Facebook group. Michelle's our conference. She goes to all the conferences. So we get to live vicariously through her. Make sure you have some beignets. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, one of the Amy's, uh, Amy Nicholas is in Tampa and she is having like crazy thunderstorms. So you hear crazy. I better go, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm Amy Nicholas, Marketing Mayhem Girl, and I am grateful that I've started actually uploading my daily print-on-demand Power Punch videos to my YouTube channel, which you can now see linked in the description. Um, so feel free to subscribe to that. That's uh, I didn't realize I had so many videos to upload, so I would have started sooner had I been paying attention. I but have to I'm say, I love your videos. I, oh, if I don't you. get to watch them live, I will watch them afterwards. You have awesome videos. Just saying. She does. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It's a good problem to have, too, having too many to upload. I know, right? I'm like, this is a good thing. Because I used to worry about having nothing to upload, and now it's the opposite. Amy, your videos cheer me up if I'm cranky. I know I can do a video. It's a good start for the merch day, too. Like, it sets the tone. It's really Absolutely. Good. I agree. Awesome. I agree as well. So everybody, make sure you subscribe to Amy's channel. It is linked. It's one of the recommended um, channels. You'll see it on the side. Uh, and she also posted it in the Facebook group. So make sure you subscribe. 
And subscribe to me and Brianna also. We're on there also. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Jason. And Jason's link. So just everybody take a break and subscribe to all the channels. Link right? up. Just link up. There's so many people that watch Merch Money and are not subscribed. So subscribe to our channel as well. <laughs> um, anyway, all right, other Amy. All right, so I'm Amy Springer, Merch Marvel. Um, my big positive for this week is Pop Sockets. I got them today. And, and I am like super excited because I'm hearing a lot of people say that they're actually really good sellers. So after this live, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> hey, I, I heard I wasn't gonna load up any of them, and I but I heard millennials, man, they they're eating them up. They're buying three or four at a time. That's the thing too. I w I was sitting there at first going, "Oh, pop sockets, whatever. I'm gonna stick with t-shirts." Well, then you know everybody's like, "No, they're selling." And I look and see the BSRs on them, and yeah, they're selling. So I'm I'm hey, getting in. I'm, I'm gonna pushing. throw my hat in that ring. I'm pushing 50 and I have a pop socket. <laughs> yeah. I love them. Now we need to get you a cat pinata. Pop socket. And a cat, <gasps> cat oh pinatas on a pop socket. That's got to happen. I will buy a cat pinata pop socket from you. <laughs> Update 500 pop sockets and cat pinatas right now. <laughs> Hey, that's our next contest for whoever has it. Oh my God, we have to do that. Yes, <laughs> a cat pinata. Yes. I will go for a pop socket contest. Shirts. I didn't even think of that. We get so many good ideas randomly on like when we're all talking. <laughs> all right, that's going to be a contest at some point, guys. Pop socket. <laughs> I need one. I don't I'm, have one on my phone. I, I, have I feel like I'm missing it. out. I have too many merch money t-shirts, so now I need a merch money pop socket. <laughs> and supposedly yeah. with those, like people collect them and trade them with their friends. Like oh my gosh, is it like cool. pogs? Is, <laughs> is a merch money pop socket like the ultimate that everybody's trying to trade for? <laughs> it is in my world. Just get a trade. What do they make? Get, get a picture of each of y'all. And what you do is you have merch money put on there and have it converted to like a vector or oil painting and have your own pop sockets. That'd be cool. Your own phones. That you sound like you know a lot about that. Are you are I know that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who hasn't gone? Brianna? Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, uh Brianna Green. Um I own Briannamullergreen.com and I'm Merch Maverick for the Merch Money Show. Um I would say, let's see here. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what's the biggest thing going on. Probably um, D4D for sure. Um, so I've been working with Dennis and Aaron, and we did kind of like a soft launch of design four dollars, like the number four dot com. And um, we'll be doing like a full launch soon, but uh, it's a free community we're building. Um, so check it out. And you can find the links on my on my page. But we've been working like crazy with that, so um, it's been a lot of fun. It's evolving. Awesome, awesome. Well, well, I'm Helen Kinson, Merge Boss, and this week I um, got inspired by all the pop sockets about resizing designs. So I finally got around to resizing all 2,000 designs into uh, hoodie size. <laughs> So while I've been waiting for the pop sockets, I've been uploading hoodies. <laughs> I know I it's summer, I get it, but <laughs> it's gotta happen eventually. So anyway. 
<laughs> I'm happy. Better late than never, I guess. Right. So. <laughs> and it's on for six months. So you're there all you set. go. Exactly. I'm like, well, while I'm resizing. <laughs> I'm ready for Q4. <laughs> so I want to thank Brianna for putting that uh, link in the D4D thing for resizing. That really helped. It made it go. I got it all done in one day, all 2000 designs. So that was good. So I, should, I should probably mention that, but if you're, you know, if you design or if you join the community designfordollars.com, um, we're dropping free courses in there. And what Helen's referring to is the free merch by Amazon course that we have in there. And the, the last module there is a pop socket hack for um, resizing like thousands of, of them in bulk. So, and it's free. It's and you can resize to any size. So it doesn't have to be yeah. just pop sockets. Like I did all uh, hoodies <laughs> <laughs> and pop sockets, but I did hoodies. So, so that's my thing this week. Um, so anyway, we're so excited to have Jason on here. He's yeah. amazing. Like, I don't even know where to begin. There's so, there's so much. Is there anything you want to start with, Jason? Should we talk nah, about trademark trolls? Should we talk about Etsy? Should we, what should we talk about first? It's your show. I'm an open book. Make a shot. <laughs> I, I say trademark trolls. Trademark trolls? Okay. Uh, let's yeah. Talk, let's yeah I, I haven't heard this. I want to hear a little bit about the story behind it. All right. Well, so in, in, in the communities for golly for months you, you've seen these trademark trolls where literally what they do is they scour the best sellers and the bsrs and they, they literally will take something that you came up with or you redid or whatever and will snatch it right from underneath you and it was around i think halloween time and um i kept seeing this one person come up over and over and was taking down big people you know um, like Daniel Cottle got affected, Neil Lassen got affected. I mean, it was oh, nice. this person was taking out big people and small people. And I only had a couple of shirts, you know, I think I had uh, two shirts that sold from this girl. And, you know, I'm a former Marine and just hearing more and more, I actually saw some people's accounts get terminated for, for it. And I just was like, you know what, I've had enough. You know, I, I've always had an issue with the small guy being picked on. And so, you know, I, I had a, a horse in the race, you know, that hadn't been touched yet. And then like clockwork in a couple of days, he went after me. And, you know, at that time you could reach out to Amazon and I did my homework. I looked up, you know, uh, fair practice laws. Um, I had when my design was made, cause I keep all the emails from Amazon of when my shirts were live. So I found out, you know, his, mine was up before his, I included my PSD, my PNG, my file dates. I, I write on all my Photoshop files. I also go under the file settings and there's place where you could put notes and I write notes of when it was created and stuff. So I have three different ways of showing it. And I just listed bullet by bullet, like four. It was like a huge page of, of all the reasons why this person was inappropriate. And I tried to be as professional as possible because I knew it was going to Amazon, but I also knew it was going to him. And you know, it, we went back and forth, back and forth with him going, you know, no, it's mine. No, it's mine. And, you know, I, I got tired of him. And so, you know, I kept pushing him and Amazon and I started blasting him on some of the main groups and come to find out he was actually in our groups. And one of the recent ways he was doing it was he was trolling our groups. And, uh, you know, I, I got the I rallied the community, got the community su uh, support, and eventually there was so much pressure put on him that me talking back and forth to him, he realized that he was wrong. And come to find out, 
is he was even in the wrong because he was he was sub it licensing it from somebody else and so he thought he owned everything and i i basically told him i was like dude i was like you're shut you've shut people that amazon account down people are losing royalties you need to speak to your attorney to make sure you're doing the right thing and come to find out you know he wasn't doing the right thing and he ended up having to email amazon and getting my shirt back up and then though it just opened up the floodgates you know and i started helping other people do the same and uh it really you know lit a fire you know ken real has been really active in trademark trolls and stuff even before i had my fight with this girl but it it really lit a fire under the community and kind of brought it to the forefront and that's kind of where i got my name and then you know i had another battle with um one that i kind of gave up on uh, with the original and the remix and i kind of went round and round with her for about six months and you know i kept all my emails from her and ended up just i i sold like maybe 10 of them it just ended up being too much you know it wasn't the money that i was losing from these it was, it was the precedent because at the time amazon was terminating people left and right for even one or two things you know and some people i know got terminated so it was like hey i don't care about the money i care about that now amazon thinks i'm doing something wrong you need to fix this and that's why i went after um the the original and the remix because my design was completely different and and my whole take on it was completely different but the, the this girl really sparked you know the community and you see what it's become i mean the merch watchdog group is yeah. like they're doing some amazing things and you know if you haven't joined the merch watchdog group you should you know there there is some things in action now to where we're actually going they're actually going after some of these frivolous trademarks and some people don't realize you know i recently got done trademarking my own clothing brand and i sat down with an attorney and if you look at me and ken reels um interview on be live something we always say speak to an attorney speak to an attorney if, if you take this seriously because you'll know exactly what you can and can't do and what other people can and can't do and you know it, it's it's a real thing if you abuse your trademark okay you can actually lose not only that trademark but any other trademarks you have you could lose them all it's it's a big offense you know it, it, but it takes money it takes time because they're so swamped like my trademark took almost six months to get approved because they're so swamped and that's how a lot of these things get through but there, there's a lot of things coming and going and i think it's really gonna over the next couple of years you know we're making such waves and ken's group is making such waves i think you're gonna see a change because whether you know it or not and and ken has said this and he's told me this is there's people they won't tell you who they are but there's people from amazon inside that group and they see what's going on and they see how passionate we are so you know that's that's my trademark thing and that's kind of where i got an, a name for for myself for, from that that's awesome thank you that's an awesome story yeah thanks so for all of that lesson. it's an important, it's an important lesson, lesson then to document everything you know yes you said you probably yeah. you, that you gotta you gotta I, i've told someone who was really heated before you know you've got to stay professional at all times too because the minute the minute you're unprofessional you say something nasty or negative amazon keeps that or they can keep that and the minute you become emotional and say something you want to don't want to say then they got you you know you know it's it's, it's hard to do 
but well, it's like and, what Chris Green says. You know, Amazon is impartial. They they right. don't get emotional. They so. and they, they won't and get involved. Have, mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're also the good thing with having an attorney too is like I have a shirt that has been copycatted over and over and over again, and my attorney has looked at it and said, you know, you could go after these people, and I you know I didn't want to spend the money and stuff, but where people can send you cease and desist letters. Good thing about speaking an attorney, an attorney can also send out letters to trademark trolls who are who are trolling you and trying to shut you down. It costs money, like everything, but they can send out cease and desist letters to them, telling them to back off. You know, and that's a good thing about having an attorney. And you know, yes, it costs money, but I mean, depending on how much money you're making on a shirt or you tend to lose, it's worth it. How did you find your attorney? I actually just start just looked at to picked up my phone. I have iPhone. Mm-hmm. I picked up my phone and I, I looked at the reviews. I looked up um trademark attorney, but actually what it is is intellectual rights attorney. Yeah. Right. And and what you want to do is there's a whole bunch of them is you want to scour them and you want to look for good reviews, but you also want to look for someone who has experience in e-commerce. And I just so happen to have one that has worked with Amazon cases and the FBA, FBA and private label. I was his mm-hmm. first merch case, but he had worked with eBay and he had worked with Amazon. And so I kind of lucked out with that, but um, yeah, just in, intellectual rights attorneys. Okay. That's awesome. Does anybody in the chat have questions about the trademark trolls? I think it's awesome. What, what you guys are all doing to help with that. I know. There's just a question for Jason regarding um, Etsy tools, but nothing about the. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna get to Etsy. He's he's like a expert on everything, so we. <laughs> I wish. We gotta make our way through. <laughs> I got I was my notes. Right. on everything, I'd be taking pictures uh, at the beach of me uploading. <laughs> I can't believe we have to upload our own designs. I know that merch is in all the groups, so merch, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just don't even know. I do not want to sit here uploading all day. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad maybe one day they'll add the one click option you know one design and then it has the drop down it just doesn't make any sense it's to still. me like <laughs> they should just be able to upload all day and then i just hit approve at the end like there, there you go <laughs> i will take the consequences if they upload wrong like both changes for prices let's just add a laundry list of what we want yeah, I we gotta have an episode where we're like, "Hello, merch, <laughs> dear merch." We know you're in the group. <laughs> we know you're out there. We'll put this on all the channels. Yeah, knowing them, they'll probably do a response with Lionel Richie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have Alexa answer all my questions. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Hello, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. All right. So should we go on to Etsy or is there anything else with um, trademark? Um, Gail just had a comment. Uh, as a newbie, I recently got burned by buying designs from unethical people seeing seeing designs. I hope those people get caught and forced out. I think she meant stealing. Oh yeah. Yeah. People stealing other people's I've work. been hearing a lot of that going on. You really have to be careful who you're doing business with. There, mm-hmm. there are many um, design companies that you can buy like bundles from that are that are legit but there's a lot that aren't so you really need to do your homework i'm sorry that happened to you gail 
Yeah, especially if you, you think it's bad on merch. You do that on Etsy and and they find out you've bought a bundle t-shirt design and you, you sell one of those and they find two or three people, you're all going to get. Can. Now with with Etsy, isn't it that you have to you have to design your shirts, right? If they find out, well, you, you can have a designer or, or, or VA, but what there's they don't want you like literally buying like, pre designed shirts, yeah, pre made, pre thought out, pre yeah. have any any say so in it whatsoever, like those bundles. Uh, Mario had a question for trademarks regarding pop sockets. How do you check for those? <laughs> he said, "I know pop it's early. <laughs> Well, I. I, it, here's the same thing, you know, use the clothing, use your TM hunt. If you're not uh, familiar with that, um, there's tangent. I use test for test and I, and I go straight to test, you know, and, and odds are, you know, usually under that they'll say t-shirts and they'll say gifts like my trademark. Um, there's different classes, but some classes cover a lot of items. And so just don't look for class 25 under class 25. There's a whole bunch of things under there. But I mean, BB. I heard it's another. It's an. It's another um, code for pop sockets, and I have seen it. And I'm trying to find. I what can't it remember is. the number. It's but I not zero twenty-five. It's something different. Yeah, I but, saw that too. I can't remember. But if it's trademark. under the cell phone category. With trademarks, let me tell you something. Even if something isn't trademarked, they can get you. Because here, here's the thing. And I learned very quickly, and I say, speak to an attorney. Because you're only going to believe so much of what I say, but this finding something and making it a little better, that is completely against the law, okay? If you're going to find something to make it better, you make it need to make it three times better. You need to make it a, a lot better and different because basically copyright is much easier to prove than trademark. Trademark is usually done in federal court, whereas copyright is done in um, – in, in state court and, and basically it boils down to this if they can put up your design and they can put up their design and they can tell that they that you would not have been able to come up with your design without looking exactly at theirs and taking from theirs they're more than likely going to win and it, it's a catch-22 because you know if you go after somebody that attorney may come back and find the original person whoever said that phrase and have them come after you so it's a catch-22. So what I would tell people, you know, and there's such thing as called implied copyright is when you first loaded it up. And then if you have registered copyright and that those are different things as far as what you can go after as far as damages, you know, but you use common sense. You know, if, if something has a trademark for um, like what's the newest one It's a trademark troll, what's your superpower? If they have it up for what's your superpower on a t-shirt, don't try to be ballsy and do it for pop sockets. You know, stay away. Yeah. Protect your account. Protect your livelihood because for right now, you're just getting dinged by, by Amazon. But people could go after you for lost royalties if they have enough money. And then what are you going to do? So, I mean, play it safe. And then, too, we're talking about Amazon here. If somebody's going to go to Amazon going, hey – that's my trademark, even if it isn't 025 or the pop sockets They'll 009. Amazon's gonna take it down because Ooh. they don't want they don't want the problem. Well, they we definitely seen, err on the side of caution. Yeah, mm -hmm. we've seen it recently in the groups recently. There's a guy who drew his own stuff and somebody had it taken down saying it was them, and Amazon keeps telling them we're out of it. He he filed a takedown, you deal with him, and then he drew it. Wow. Yeah, I've actually been seeing that happening more and more in some of the groups, which is really disheartening. Um, 
some people are actually going ahead and and registering for copyright, having the number and everything, because there are some really dishonest people that that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. And that bothers me because now I'm starting to create and draw my own stuff. I would be so pissed off if somebody was like, if I got a takedown or something because somebody's saying that was copyrighted, like I made that. But that's the problem right now. Mm. I'm not sure why this has happened, but the last couple uh, submissions I put through for, you know, copyright infringement, um, Amazon wouldn't accept the fact that my design was up first, uh, you know, despite the dates being considerably different, you know, I'm talking like six, seven months. And it wasn't until I gave them a link to my Shopify store saying, here's my design in my Shopify store on a t-shirt or on a hoodie, whatever, that they took it down. And I could have just made the design right then and, you know, thrown it up on the store. I mean, they, but the fact that they won't honor that you had it up first kind of surprised me. Well, did you see but what they're doing? What was the purpose of putting the date in the listing of when it was available? That, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought that was the reason why Amazon did that. Like, someone you know? recently, someone recently, they must be trying something different too because I saw a screenshot of someone recently where Amazon's now doing backtraces on images and their design was on hold while Amazon researched the image. It was That's one of kind groups. of promising. I, I kind of like that. He shared the actual thing and it said your image as your your design has been, um, your submission has been uh, suspended while we research the image design. Hmm. And they shared it. Hmm. I wish I knew which group it was. But uh, but yeah, so that, that looks like something too. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't believe Amazon is out to, to hurt anybody or, you know, they have to look out for their interests. And sometimes it is just better for them to take the middle road and, you know, they're not going to fight this and waste their time. But I don't think that they're intentionally trying to make it harder on the content creators. But unfortunately, a lot of people that are unethical, you know, they get away with a lot, but it will come back. Amazon's not stupid. If if people are continuing to claim rights to designs that aren't theirs and people continue complaining to Amazon, like, no, that's inaccurate. Guess who's going to end up terminated? Not you. They will. And it's just a matter of time. Amazon's you do very have, smart. You do have more power, though, if you do like your Shopify or you do, thanks to Amy, I've started doing it, uh, uh, the integration where if they don't have trademark trolls because then you literally are, you know, putting up the designs and you're liable for anything. So in that case, they would actually have to send you a cease and desist. And what we're finding out is these people aren't doing this stuff legally. They know they're doing trademarks illegally. They know if they went to court, their lawyer wouldn't sit behind them in most of these cases. And they would be laughed out of court. But because of its merch, merch doesn't care, and they know that. It's not that they don't care. They're not going to get involved, and they know that. So in merch, they have the power. But if you have your own store integration, you know they kind of have to do things by the book. And if they already aren't doing things by the book, no, you can go after them. So it, it's it's a both ways. Be careful who you take, try to take down, and be careful if you're t- taking someone down. You know, it's it's both ways. And another thing too, I mean, like we we talked about the merch watch watchdogs group. The community is coming together. There, yeah. we're all now linking arms and fighting the injustices that are happening in merch. So and, it's and only a matter that- of time that it all gets squared away. Even if we're the ones doing it, 
So, and they know this, they know this. And I'm going to tell you how they know this. I've talked to Ken and there are people that we know in the communities that are trolling our communities. The, the original and remix girl, she's in our communities and she's taken some people's shirts and done her own trademarks on them and stuff. So some of these trolls. And if y'all are watching this right now, if you're a troll watching this right now, just unsubscribe because we don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to mess so with Amy. I am so bitter. With you do not want to mess Is the Marvel costume coming out now? Or? Don't but mess with merch. Get my mask. <laughs> merch from Marvel. Merch but Marvel takedown. You would think these people are going to be kicked from these communities, and it's not because everybody wants them to see what's going on. If you're one of these people that are that are legitimately trying to keep fair practice and doing things, not trying to build your brand around a shirt or part, but a part of your brand, you know, we we want you, and 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 the merch watchdog group probably wants you. I'm not going to speak for them, but they probably want you to know that your number's coming up, man. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts because Amazon's smart. We're smart. We don't like this. It's it's gonna it's gonna change, one way or another. I think that's the final word. I think Amy said it all. <laughs> got hot. So yeah. let's talk Etsy, right? Like, <laughs> Not a thunderstorm in the background. When <laughs> <laughs> <Thunderstorm laughs> <And> it stopped. <laughs> all right, well, timing. <laughs> let's transfer to etsy we got yeah. the i had a question right off the bat about that when i was reading through your bio jason um i saw that you had three stores and there are they all etsy stores three we are can you tell us a little bit about you know whatever information you, you want to reveal i know you said the one was t-shirt and gifts one uh leggings maybe? yeah digital products yes Is that right okay um i and I, I'm just wondering, um, and for maybe our viewers too, what was the premise behind having three? Like, you know, are they different niches and, and so forth? So, you know, niches, um, I, I actually got pretty lucky. I started doing Etsy before the Printful uh, in integration and the integrations where it started becoming very popular. And um, when I first started looking up to, to Etsy and doing it, you know, I, I wanted to learn as much as I could about it because I had no idea about Etsy, you know, and and except for things I've seen. So I just started scouring the forums and believe it or not, the Etsy forums is a is a plethora of information. And you just started talking to people and, and I got really lucky and, and I won't say her name, but she was one of the top sellers in, in Etsy um, for a couple of years in a row. She was in the top three and just just hooked. Hook, hooked it off pretty well and, and started talking and I would ask questions, not expecting an answer and answer came back. I would ask another question, answer came back. And, and, I, and that's how I really started. And, you know, I would say, you know, most people have, have one store and, and niche specific stores usually don't do that well in Etsy. And here's the reason why is most traffic isn't, from inside of Etsy, it comes from places like Google or out, outside. And so, you know, usually when someone's, the more, the more items you have, you know, the more traffic you're going to get to your site, unless you're selling jade jewelry, you know, that that's a, that's a specific type of sought after item. You know, we talk about long tails. If someone's looking for jade jewelry, they've gone 
away from gold and everything, but t-shirts is a different animal, you know, especially novelty t-shirts, you know, a, a novelty t-shirt is an impulse buy. It's yeah. not something you have to have. And so it's something that somebody could see a frog on the side of the road and go, Oh, I like frogs. Now let me get a frog t-shirt. You know, so if you, if you only have Bigfoot shirts, you're only going to limit to yourself to the Bigfoot people, you know, and, and the Bigfoot people that have shirts, you know, you're not offering everything Bigfoot. You just have Bigfoot shirts, you know, so typically niche niche stores don't do as well. But Etsy is very, very picky about having multiple stores. And I see this all the time. People go, oh, you can't have multiple stores. Yes, you can. Here's the caveat to it. Learn how to do your first Etsy store and the way Etsy likes things before doing another store. Because here's the deal. If you get one of your stores terminated, they're all terminated. And Etsy doesn't play. They don't let you reapply. They ban your IP. And, you know, they're pretty serious. They have a three-strike rule when you're out. And they take it very seriously. And so I, I tell people I'm kind of 50-50 on different stores. You know, um, there are some T-shirt stores that have over 10,000 T-shirts um, on Etsy. Okay. And they do quite well with all uh, a variety of different shirts. Okay. But typically they want you to have separations. So like if you sell shirts in one store, you, you don't want to sell shirts in the other store and, and things. And you also have to keep up with customer service, you know, is, is you're going to have three different accounts, you know, three different marketing budgets. If you do marketing, three different customer service. And so they should, they don't want you to do it and they want you to shy away from it, but you can. And I know some people that have five and six, they have a couple niche and um, a regular store. So I did t-shirts and gifts, you know, I, I sell mainly t-shirts in that one. I did leggings and the only reason I did leggings, yes, I'm a guy and I did leggings was they were so popular and I work in a hospital. Okay. And I was, I was, I designed my first leggings with a pattern and I, and I, I didn't think much about it and I put it at 1999 and the first nurse I showed it to said I would never buy it. I was like, Oh my gosh, is it horrible? She's like, no, it's priced too low. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I typically buy them anywhere from 35 to $45. And I'm like, Oh, what? I was like, I, I won't, I won't pay for my shoes. Don't cost that much. <laughs> and she's like, I was like, you can't even try it on. She's like, yeah. She's like, you know, it, it goes to that quality thing. Like Anna and a whole bunch of other people says, you know, certain people, they equate price with quality. And she says, if you price the leggings at $19.99, I'm going to think they're a piece of crap. And so believe it or not, I priced it up to $45 and I got sales. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. Kind of like when I first started doing FBA, I was like, Okay, I'm selling this book for $37 that I bought it for a quarter on highway robbery. But what I learned that it's Amazon's more of a a, a um, supply and demand place instead of a sales platform. You know, yes, you can get good sales, but if it, if it's something that's a hot item, there's not many of you're gonna pay really high. If it's a lot of stuff, you're gonna pay really low. And so the leggings, I've kept my prices up, and and they've been selling. And I have a good focus group, you know. I learned what, you know, um, I'm not going to say the proprietary blend, you know, but I learned what different age groups like. And, you know, I, I'm at, in the emergency room and on my downtime, I'm like showing them on my phone. Hey, what do you think about this design? And, you know, for this age group, is this too big? Is it too small? 
That's really good. That's great that you can. The one thing I will tell you about 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 this, especially for the guys, you know, (laughs) that are thinking about doing any leggings on anything, is do not do them horizontal. Okay. Right. (laughs) Do them diagonal because if you do them horizontal, excuse me for my language, women will not buy them for the most part because they think horizontal designs on leggings make them look fat. That is the truth. <laughs> we don't think leggings. that. We know that. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't know something like that. You know, it's like, I don't wear leggings. At least I'm not going to admit to it. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I did leggings. And then I, I started doing um, designs um, for more for personal usage. And that's caveat. I've talked to Amy about it and a couple other people is, you know, I have a designer because I work in, in the emergency room. I'm not a designer by trade. I'm a respiratory therapist in the hospital. And before that, I was in the Marine Corps. So I have no design or artistic background. I'm a smart ass. That's, that's, my, that's what I'm good at. Official title. Right. And so, you know, I design stuff on over and different and Photoshop and, and, and make merch and different things. But while I'm at the hospital, I don't have time to design. So I found a designer from the Philippines who she does things for me and, and like, like somebody said recently, you're never going to find someone that's going to do exactly what you want them to do the way you want them to do. And, you know, your designs don't have to be super artistic. They can be uh, a good friend of mine showed me that you can just put one graphic, a simple graphic with letters, uh, with words going in a curve on the above and flat on the bottom, flat design, no shadowings, borders and everything. And that will sell. And it will because that's the type. I mean, you look at Target, you look at Walmart. Those are the type of designs to sell. Okay. And, you know, but there's certain things that I can't sell on on Amazon merch or I didn't think was up to par of what I wanted to do. And so I was like, okay, I've already paid for these or, you know, I have designs that aren't selling on merch at all. Let me switch it over and put it on Etsy as it so people can do SVG files or, or the, 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 what is it, the cut. Uh, I'm having a brain fart where they can cut and do their own crafts and and put it on totes and stuff. But I put it on there as a caveat that this is only for personal usage. And, and I searched through a whole bunch of Etsy stores and a good thing to go through is like go through um, creative market and stuff and, and look at their different licensing terms. Don't copy and paste somebody else's licensing terms. But if you want to cover yourself and you want to sell digital goods, especially files for like shirts, like PNGs and stuff and SVGs, is have something in there that covers you because here's the thing. You don't want someone to come back and steal your design from somewhere else or, or Etsy to come back on you for something. And that's the other thing. If you're going to do digital goods, don't sell it. Don't use it yourself for a T-shirt or anything or merch. Keep it separate, you know. And so there, there's a lot of rules and regulations with having a lot of uh, different stores. And, you know, you can't cross how you can't have the same product on multiple stores. You know, that's considered cheating. Um, you can't like self promote your you, you can say, hey, check out the other store. They want you to do that. But you can't like try to game the system and, and like and follow and try to drive traffic illegally. So you. It, running one Etsy store is hard. If it, it, it takes a lot of work, you know, it's not like merch, you know. And I hear people say customer service, customer service. I've not had one return. Um, I have a lot of five stars, and I've had some major issues that have happened that 
have turned into five star repeat customers, you know, for customer service. So, um, and that's something I told you I would share, you know, a big thing with Etsy is Etsy is not a sales platform. Etsy is a trust platform. Okay. There's many things and it goes in the book. So I'm not going to say, say a bunch of it. So etsybook.com, but it's a trust platform. And there's many things that go in that, that Etsy wants to see. And you could have the best SEO listing ever. You can be perfect. And I know one of you has an SEO service, you know, for keywords and stuff. And it could be optimized crazy. But if someone else has all the different trust issues checked off on Etsy, they'll actually be placed in front of your great SEO title and tags. And one of the biggest secrets I can tell people is this. People like hearing from you. Now, you can't ask them to if they favorite your store, you can't ask them to, to come and buy something or send them a coupons code. But what you can do and Etsy says in their forums and talking with people as they want you to do is let, let's say somebody orders something from you. OK, make a template in your messages. You can make templates. OK, and I have a template for when someone orders something from me. I have a template for when print for whoever use um, is processing it. And, send, and sends it out. And then I have one that I have a reminder for for a couple days after they receive it. And people want to hear from you. So when you order, someone orders from you, send them a little thing that says, hey, we just got your order for such and such shirt or such and such mug. Thank you. We want to let you know that it's we got it. It's being processed. We'll keep you up to date as it goes along. People like that because we're so used to bad customer service. We're so used to being taken advantage of. And what that shows is a personalized message, even if it's a template, you have the title of the shirt or mug on there. It shows that, hey, a person sent this to me. I'm being taken care of a person, not a computer, not a machine. And that gets in people's heads. And then when it's when it's processed and sent out, something else, I always hear about returns, returns, returns. I tell them in my shop policies, hey, once it leaves my shop, it's on the it's on the post office. So you send them that message on, and says, hey, it's being sent to you. Here's the tracking number. If there's any issues, contact them, let them figure it out. And then you wait till, you know, print full custom cat, all the different places they have to where they show you what the estimated time of arrival is. Pick that last date. And then what you do is two days after it gets to them, you send them and go, hey, this is such and such store again. We just want to make sure your uh, such and such shirt got to you on time and we hope you enjoy your purchase. Thank you for purchasing from us. And three times you've shown them that an actual person is taking care of them. And just by doing that, you will get many repeat customers and five stars because you're showing them that somebody cares and it's not just a machine or a number of an order. Jason, just to confirm, because I've heard this uh, from different things, that if you are active on your store doing things like that, like sending customer messages, doesn't Etsy favor you also in getting you more traffic? Uh, I just tend to see sales regular if I'm touching my Etsy store in some way. Updates, messages. Yes, it, it all goes on is something we talk about in the book and something uh, Etsy is big on is what's called relevancy. And, and they want to see you 
active. They want to see you. There's many different things you can do and some things you can do that are are better than others and count more than others. But they want to see that you're that you're active. Like I said, it's a trust platform. And how can you build trust if you if if you don't care about your store and your customers, then why should Etsy care? And it's gotten even more complicated because Etsy has bought has seen what Amazon and other people are doing, and they have bought a really really expensive artificial intelligence, and they have put a whole bunch of things in it, and it's learning. And it's learning from your stores and we're seeing algorithm changes all the time. But the one thing that keeps stay, staying uh, fresh is, is your relevancy. And like I said, you know, if, if you're treating Etsy like merch and you're saying it's not working for you, that's the reason why it's not working for you. It's a different, uh, I told someone in my group the other day, if, if, if they were snakes, you know, and merch is a cobra and, you know, Etsy is an anaconda, they're both snakes, but they both kill their prey in a different way. Awesome. So many tips. I know there's, I'm learning so much. <laughs> Brianna's like busy over there writing them all down for the <laughs> merch Maverick takeaways. No one knows what you have to do, but I personally would say you need to be active at least once or twice a week, you know, and whatever active is to you, you know, I'm not going to give away too much stuff, you know, uh, the people who helped <laughs> me write the book and the people I, I do coaching say, with will kill me. You got to uh, talk about that book a little more. Were you about to say I something, forgot, Amy? Yeah, I forgot to give you the link to the book because I have a link for it um, to put on our show notes or something. Do you want me to just post oh, it in okay. the Facebook group? or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Now, Jason, I have a quick question as yeah. far as being relevant and making sure that you're in your store once a week. Um, with the exception of like uploading or integrating or whatever, I don't, I don't really know how it works because I'm not on Etsy yet. But how much time do you spend on your Etsy store a week, approximately taking care of customers and sending out, you know, comments and things like that. And how do you work that into working at a hospital all the time? <laughs> you know, how do you, especially the ER? Cause I know that yeah, like, right. it's not like you have a lot of downtime. I, 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 I do my best. You know, my, my wife is uh, constantly, she says, get up there, make some money. And then I'm up and she's like, you're up there too long. Get back down here. You know, <laughs> kind of constant battle back and forth. But uh, as far as, as how how much time, it all depends on, you know, uh, uh, my group, um, if I'm allowed to say it. Uh, yes, print absolutely. On Go print for on it. Demand Mafia. It's more about everything print on demand. And some people, you know, haven't gotten into merch or, or got disillusioned with merch and left merch. Um so it depends on if it's your main store or your backup store, and, and it depends on your own life situation. You know, spending a little bit of time is better than spending no time. Spending 15 minutes is better than spending five minutes, you know. So it's kind of a, a hard because it's kind of arbitrary. And there's some people I know that have 3,000 shirts up, and there's some people I know that have 100 shirts up. And I know some people that have thousands of shirts up that don't do as well as people who have a couple hundred up and it's not because of design issues it's because of relevancy rele relevancy you know and there's many different things you know? uh the one thing i can tell you is, and i i will tell you is if, if etsy has a field for it you better be filling it out whether you want to or you think it's relevant isn't the problem whether now that actually brings up a question somebody asked earlier about Etsy tools, Marmalade yeah. or something else. Like Etsy rank. Etsy rank. Which one do you 
there it is. Marmalade or Etsy rank? Which right, one so, if you could only afford one or the other? So I actually am using both. Um, I'm, I'm about to, to cut one out. Um, my first thing is one of them, you know, I don't want to get in trouble legally. One of them has said that they have a back end to Etsy. That is bull crap. Right? Etsy is just like Amazon. They do not give out their data. Most tools are just that. You know, I had a discussion with someone about Merchant Former the other day, and they're like, oh, it's not accurate. It's not accurate. It's not going to be accurate. It's going to give you an estimation because they don't give out their data. If they did, we'd all be millionaires right now because we know exactly what keywords being searched and what phrase because, you know, they would tell me, oh, oh, Jason, you sold a beer shirt. They looked up beer, craft beer. Okay, now I'm going to make 100 shirts that say craft beer. Have craft beer is the main keyword. They don't give out that. So you get your information from like being in Google. So if you ever have a tool, whether it be merch, Etsy, anything that's guaranteeing you search volume, run away because they're, they're trying to gain you. Okay. So both Marmalade and Etsy rank use Bing and other sources to get their, their keyword volume, but they're, they're better than nothing because like I said, merch is different than Etsy. Um, they both have their plus and minuses. You know, Etsy rank is more in-depth. Um, they used to be the lower of the two, in my opinion. They didn't have as much to offer, but as as Marmalade got bigger, um, they started adding more things, and their pro version is really good. They have some really good things in their pro version that's $9.99 a month, I think, and it's really, really good. But both of them are really good, you know, Marmalade is more user friendly as far as to the eye and pleasing to the eye. And they have, they both have word clouds. They both have uh, suggestive things. And um, it, it's usually user preference. Right now, I'm leaning more toward Etsy rank, and most people are. And you can do Etsy rank free, but I mean, honestly, if you want to use it correctly to the best of its ability, I would use the pro version. And, and, and Etsy search, you know. Even Etsy themselves will tell you, don't always rely on Etsy search because they're not Amazon, you know, and what they're showing you is what's popular right now. Uh, you know, if, if 30 people go on there and look up shirt father shirt, that's going to be trending on, on their thing. And if you go and make that shirt, you're not going to sell anything. <laughs> so. I just want to real quick shout out Jacob Topping. He is messaging me trying to do a super chat for us. <laughs> oh, he's doing a great job. <laughs> he's so awesome. He's always so supportive. Wait, what's a super chat? It's where you get money. He's trying to give us money right now. Oh. <laughs> I know when I was originally setting it up, it was, um, it said that we couldn't enable it right away. There was a certain amount of uh, view, um, followers you had to have. Um, so anyway, well, I'll look at it after the show and see if we've reached our uh, quota I like yet. Jacob, I like Jacob Topping. I'm a little bit old. If, if any of y'all remember the Disney movie, uh, Oliver and Company, the little chihuahua uh, in that movie, like all <laughs> plastic jumping around, you know, going every place. That, that's how I equate with Jacob Topping. <laughs> oh, he's everywhere. There it is. Like, is. You give that kid, if you give that kid uh, an energy drink, you know, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried that yet? Do you have? No, no, man. I want to see what happens. I can oh, just like God. picture him like gliding behind you right now, like live. Oh, I got to tell you a story. Okay, so Jacob Topping, I don't know if you're still on, but 
Okay, so you had a um, meetup in England, in London, the same day I had a meetup in New Jersey. And so um, everybody in the group was asking me if I had invited you. And I'm like, well, he's doing a meetup in London. And they're like, so? <laughs> he can make it to Jersey and back. Dude, so <laughs> he's so everywhere. Crazy. <laughs> a random picture of him in Iceland in airport where he was doing a B2B deal. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're where in Iceland? <laughs> what? I was in some spa water thing before catching a flight home. I'm like, he definitely packs a lot in in so little time. I don't know how he does it. Where in the world is JacobTopping.com? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh. well, anyway. Lance has given us some uh, some support. They need to fix <laughs> fix that. Yes, <laughs> that we don't have a thousand followers yet. All if, right, if, awesome. Yeah, I think you'll have a thousand, but I'll look again. Guys, make sure you subscribe. To, if y'all want to know how to make the money type thing, um, I think RJ and Matt Sheeran were uh, RJ Martinez and Matt Sheeran were playing around with Google Hangouts one time on YouTube, and they they found out how to do it, and um, so. And it's it's pretty cool, you know. You'll you'll see little icons and emojis on the screen, you know. Someone said something, and what's really funny, and I don't know if you can control it, but if like you pay, like whatever you say comes up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. I don't think you can control that because I've seen it on those like music channels, and people just put like something random in there. <laughs> right. I, I I was watching one of your. Uh, videos live at my kids uh taekwondo episode uh where he was was doing taekwondo and it's done at a church okay and i was in there and it was the one where i forget her name with the creative market and she was like yeah i use red bubble because i like doing my naughty adult stuff. oh that's kelly, yeah, yeah, like, kelly. Oh, yeah. we had a warning too like right before she started talking <laughs> yeah she asked permission and everything and i was like um go for it that was kelly that was, was hilarious it, was it, it wasn't bad but i was like i don't know what's coming up next while you're <laughs> you don't know what these merch girls <laughs> oh my gosh well you briefly touched on like your story about how you work at the hospital and you were in the military you're a veteran do you want to go a little more you have like a fascinating story <laughs> what do you want to know? Um, well, you were in the military, and then how did you decide to go work at the hospital, and how did you get into merch? What brought well, you into respiratory therapy? Yeah. yeah. Respiratory therapy. So I was in the Marine Corps. Um, uh, shortly after I got out of the Marine Corps, I got in a really, really severe car accident. I'm, I'm a chronic pain person, and my doctor even says I shouldn't be in working right now, but hey, you know, I have to have insurance, you know? And... uh so uh of all the people in the i was told i never walk again i was driving a honda accord and a hydroplane in a tropical storm oddly enough out here at camp lejeune in north carolina yeah and uh into a steel reinforced concrete bridge post and uh you know i, I won't go into religion but you know i wasn't very religious at the time but the, the way my car was and the positioning of me in the river and a lake on the other side the time of night no lights and the person who found me you know was all kind of eerily weird but they they told me i'd never walk again and of all the people in the hospital the only people who after after a while even the nurses you know would come in they were always nice but i was there for so long after a while they would just come in and just you know 
have the needle and every six hours one thigh the other thigh well one thigh the other thigh and the respiratory therapist at the time you know came in and i never felt like i was a number you know they always called me by name i had one of them went out and got a burger for me because i complained about how crappy the hospital food was so he went out on his own time got a burger came back in plain clothes and brought me burger magazine and stuff and so it really hit on to me and um at that time it already was uh 22 and um i wanted i first looked into being a uh, give you a weird thing about me. I looked into being a criminal profiler before I even knew about criminal minds. So I always had a fascination with uh, people like Manson and, and Bundy and stuff like that. And uh, But um, I didn't want to stay at home for that long, so I chose respiratory therapy and became a therapist. And uh, um, I'm kind of a black cloud. You know, I work in the ED, but I was actually a therapist, a young therapist in Hurricane Katrina, actually in the storm. Um and I traveled around the United States for a long time, and I went out to the San Francisco Bay Area, and I met my wife. You know, I will actually say those looking for love, I will be. I'll admit it. I'm an eHarmony couple. <laughs> now, now, I, I wasn't after being out of the Marine Corps and stuff. I was just tired of the bar scene. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I was hooked up by friends before, and that never works. <laughs> Always say no. No. You find out who your friends really are then. Um, and so, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I don't have time. I'm a professional. And so I, I took a chance and I met my wife with, in August. We're coming up on our seven month uh, wedding anniversary. And so I, I started working out in the San Francisco Bay Area. And I really enjoyed it. You know, I worked in pediatric intensive care and neonatal intensive care unit for a while. And then once I, once, we started ha uh, thinking about having children and stuff. I couldn't do it anymore. You know, I, I couldn't see. And, and even when I came out here to North Carolina, I needed a break from all the ED trauma. And I tried to pick back up pediatric intensive care. But anytime I would see a two-year-old, I, ha I had a hard time not envisioning my two-year-old. And, it, and it, it didn't make me not do my job. But, man, I was coming home crying and hugging my kid every night, you know. And I, I'm not – I'm man enough to say it, you know. It was like, man, every night before he goes to bed, I stop what I'm doing or make sure I have someone to stop what I'm doing so I can call that little man and tell him I love him good night because I don't know if I'm not going to be there tomorrow or he's not going to be there tomorrow, but I want him to know his dad loves him. So right now I work in the emergency room at UNC Medical Center, and uh, man, we're the main trauma center in the hospital. And so some of my friends on here, Monty's one of them. He'll be like messaging me, and he'll he'll say, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm at work," and I was like, "I gotta go." I was like, "I have a double stabbing coming in and a burn victim," and because we're the main trauma center, man, we have flights coming in all over the state, even South Carolina sometimes, all night for different traumas. And you know, I love it. You know, call me demented. You know, it's it's a hard thing. I see burns, brains, guts. The worst humanity has to offer. Both. From accident and doing things to each other, but we we save a lot of people, and at the end of the day, you know, it's a rewarding job, and and I, I like it. You know, I got into FBA. I don't really do FBA much, but you know, for people who don't think Pinterest is powerful, I actually found FBA through Pinterest, and I was like, hey, what's this FBA thing? And then I I, I, I found Bob Wiley from that. And then Chris Green from that, and I got into FBA, and then because of it, it opened up the door 
for merch. Chris Green was saying this thing about merch, and I was getting tired of scanning crap because I would scan something and it would be great. I would send it into Amazon, and by the time it got from one warehouse to the next warehouse and uploaded and everything, there was a hundred more, or somebody tanked the price, and now I'm paying storage fees out the wazoo. So those three hours I scanned were for nothing. So I, I decided to do merch. And and I and I like it, you know, it's it's been frustrating at times. But what I tell people is, you know, like Ken says all the time, merch is 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 a baby. It's he Ken Real likes to think of whether you like him or not. I agree with him. He thinks it merch is in its pre-alpha stage. It's 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 not even been born yet, you know. And when I found out about FBA, FBA had still been around for five years before that. And you think about it, you talk to people on the street about FBA and you tell them, I tell people at the hospital right now, hey, what you, I go give them tips about how to buy something from Amazon, you know, if, if they're friendly to me. And they're amazed at, no, Amazon sells all their stuff. No, no. They don't realize, even people today don't realize what FBA is. And that should tell us something. You know, of all the frustrations and, and, and stuff we're going through, is we're in the ground level. We're on the ground floor. We're, we're in the sub-basement. And so, you know, when five, six years from now, if you stick with it, you know, those are the people going to have issues. And if you've been on FBA, if the people in merch think, you know, we've had it bad, man, there's been – I went through the whole Lego books, uh, clothing, jewelry fiascos where every day you were being told you can't sell this. Now you have to jump through this and light yourself on fire and do the hokey pokey. <laughs> and then maybe we'll oh, yeah. let you do it. And then you do all that. And then five days later, they go, Oh, sorry. You changed your mind. <laughs> sorry, Amazon. I know you're watching. But, <laughs> but the, the point the being is, the point being is, yes, things can be better, but they could be a whole lot worse. And then, and then from merch, I found about Etsy and Redbubble and everything. And, and the cool thing is, is the communities, you know, I really think the winning thing that keeps me in it, even at the bad parts are, um, and I'm a procrastinator a lot of times, you know, uh, one of the reasons I have a lot of designs coming down and I'll be honest, you know, you're not a real person unless you can admit your faults is I procrastinate sometimes because I have self doubt sometimes because I'm like, Hey, I do my research and I see this person with crappy listing, crappy design, or trying to break the rules. And I have a good listing and a good design from what I've learned and I'm not making sales. And you go, man, is this really worth it? And you have those down times and it's sometimes hard to keep yourself going. But, you know, the community, you know, if you've been in FBA and stuff, you see there's a lot of hostiles, you know, people don't want to help other people and, and, and you really are mean and something we've cracked down on in the communities is is that you know um one of the reasons i started print on demand mafia is because i wanted to add a little bit of fun back into the mix you know and y'all do that too but i always kept seeing in all these groups everything was so serious and stressful and life is stressful as enough as it is and one thing we weren't doing were we weren't we weren't having fun we were, we were trying our best to make money but we weren't having fun and so that's why I started, you know, the mafia theme, uh, print on demand mafia. And on one of my first videos, I wore a hat and I had my good old um, Bob Ross. <laughs> and how I promoted one of my videos was I said we were going to have a special guest, design guest. <laughs> oh it, was my God. it was Bob Ross. That's and amazing. The first thing he said was, we don't make 
mistakes we make happy little accidents oh my god i, I love this. this i am geeking that, out now i need to go watch that video i, I, that video. I, I got this at barnes and noble it's it's amazing and i love well, bob ross i started a, a whole band so and i would also as i was getting ready you know because i'm be live there's a lot of glitches i found some copyright free and royalty free like old italian mafia music and so i started playing it while i was testing things out and one of the members said it's the shirt father and so i was like it, it caught on so you know i like to have fun and and back to what i was saying about the communities is there was a lot of there was a time not a couple months ago where everybody was down and there was a lot of negativity from everybody yes. And uh, and and I wanted to put a stop to that. And and it's really amazing to see in the groups that even the groups that have allowed people to be kind of negative toward each other and stuff, everybody's cracking down on it. You know, I, I get messages from other community leaders that say, "Hey, watch out for this person. This person is being nasty to this person or this person." And you know, I'll be like, "Thank you." Or or you'll see people, you'll see other admins from other groups in a group calling out somebody who's being a, a butthole to somebody. And that's good. It's showing that, you know, not only with the trademark trolls, but as a community, we're rallying around each other that we may have all our differences and different business styles and personalities, but at the core value, we want to generally help people. We're not going to put up with any more of you trying to take advantage or being a dickhead to people. Mm. Period. I love it. Okay. That time that you were talking about where everybody was down, that's how I met Amy Nicholas, because she was one of the people that wasn't down during that time. So she right. <laughs> posted well, all you the know, it and Ellen. Off. I'm like, I feel like a lone like wolf out here. It really out. Like, ah. I, I messaged her. I was like, that was an amazing post. <laughs> if she watches this, she'll probably call me out. The only person I think that probably is never down about this is the other Amy at, at tier 100,000. I mean, yes. how down. <laughs> She's amazing. So, but uh, yes, yeah, so that, that, that's how I started everything. You know, I, I like to have fun and, and enjoy things. And, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I don't like the word guru. You know, I, I think there's a negative connotation. A guru means, you know, everything. And, you know, I don't, you know, I, I do better than some, I do worse than some. I learn something new every day, every day, just like the, the medical field and at the end of the day we, we're all doing this for a different reason it doesn't matter what your reason it's personal to you and that's why i think we don't need to be negative on people because we we all have our different learning levels learning styles intelligence levels backgrounds you know and and it just doesn't help anybody to be buttholes to people Aww, i love that and i love your story and i'm yeah. just it's so Appreciate amazing it. Well, Where, how how well you've done, even being in pain and even going through all the things that you go through. So. I'm still walking, so hey, it's a <laughs> tough it's a tough time every day. But and, and Amy knows a little bit more about it. But it's tough. But you know, you take things day by day. Same thing with merch or anything in life. You know, you know, you get knocked down, you get back up. The only time you're a failure is not not judged by how much money you make on on merch or what you call it or how many shirts you sell is it the, the moment you give up and say hey is this too hard that's when you're a failure you know you're a success by saying hey i'm going to continue it's down i don't know as much as this other person but i'm going to continue i'm a network and everything and and, and you just keep moving forward and, and you know my story is different from every 
everybody else's story. And, you know, I may never meet a hundred thousand tier. I may never meet five, $6,000 a month, but what I do do helps me in my area. And, and I can look to get better at that. And that's why when people ask, what's your niche, what's your shirt, what's your, this, you know, it doesn't matter. I could give you all of my niches. You know, I told someone the other day, I just sold a Halloween shirt. I'll give you that niche, but it's not going to help you. <laughs> you may know something more about marketing than me. You may know something more about pricing than me, but I may know more something about the structure or the wording and the lingo. And so not everybody is going to have the exact same tools as everybody else. So even if you knew somebody's niches, doesn't mean you're going to replicate what they're doing. And then if you try to, no one's going to give it to you anyways, because if, if we do and and you can't replicate it, you're either going to call us a fraud, a fake, or you're going to give up on yourself and not do it anymore. So as long as you don't give up, you're a success in my book. And, and that's what I try to do. My, tell people in my group, you know, I try to give them the tools and motivation and, and lightheartedness just to keep going, you know. I love that. Yeah, it's a great message. It is a great message. And by the way, thank you for your service. Being yes, honest. thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> and working in the ER. That's not it is right. Yeah. I've worked, my wife hates it, but I've worked close to 17 years overnight in the emergency room. Wow. Yeah. Uh, glad it worked out for you on a Monday night to be here. <laughs> no. That's why uh, I was yeah, talking really. to like, like, when are you off? I was like, uh, let me ask my wife because I don't even know my day. <laughs> they, they all blend, blend into each other, you know? Jason, I just so appreciate how you are so encouraging and so uplifting, and you had so many nuggets tonight. And I just, I just thank you for sharing that with with all of us and all of us watching tonight. Oh. Yeah, thank you so much. This was just absolutely amazing. And yeah, mm -hmm. you're a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really think like everything that you've been through is just, it's amazing. It's making you such a great person and. You're spreading it to everyone else. So I really appreciate yeah. it. Well, yeah, and I'm really having I'm like, sorry. Y'all have a really funny group. Y'all have a really funny group. Y'all keep things lighthearted and stuff. You know, y'all are always trying to keep on topic because you're laughing so much. And I think <laughs> people need that, you know. You know we do you, a lot of laughing in this yeah. group. <laughs> well, and you don't you don't realize that. I mean, it's it's if you can make someone laugh, you know, for that 30 seconds, they're not worried about anything else. They're just having a good time. And sometimes that's all people need. That's right. We're better than Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, I'm just kidding. No, come on. <laughs> we need those subs. <laughs> Were you trying well, to say I definitely, yeah, Lance, I Lance said the best show so far. Awesome. It has been a great show. Yeah. I'm looking forward to being in your group. I'm going to make a point to hang out in there because I like the vibe. So. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. And yeah. I feel like opening up an Etsy store tonight. I've been putting it off. I wanted to in January, <laughs> right, so but now I'm like, you know. In parting words, I told Neil privately too, you know, it, here's the thing, okay? They're great sister platforms because some some people right now are making more money on Etsy than they are merch. But think about it. Think about it this way, okay? And this is one of the reasons Amy has told me to get on integration, okay? And it, it's true. You know, I learn something new every day and you have to is there's another freeze coming. I don't care what they say. They've said it wasn't going to happen last year. It happened. So you're not promised tomorrow in merch. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. If you have thousands of designs and you're making a thousand dollars a month, 
They could terminate you for any reason. It's their sandbox. So not only are they good, good sister platforms, but you'll notice sometimes when one's not doing good, one will do good. Mm -hmm. And with Q4 coming up, wouldn't you rather have, you know, I told someone the other day, it's like a stock portfolio, your merch, maybe your mutual funds, 80%. And Etsy, maybe your stocks at another and Redbubble and Zazzle and integration, maybe 10%. But when those big ones aren't doing so good, those little ones are adding, you know, Someone told me the other day, I, I, I can't do Etsy anymore because marketing, marketing. Well, if you were on Redbubble, those few sticker sales could have paid for your, your Etsy marketing. And so, you know, with Q4 coming up, you know, prime yourself that no matter what happens, you have something connecting. Yeah. Do it. That's a good point, Jason. We're on the same wavelength because my video today was about Q4 mindset. <laughs> I saw that. I saw did you that. See that? I, I, actually did it. I actually have a challenge in the group now that it's, that I tell people, you know, if you want to join it, join it. I challenge people. We get so tunnel visioned. If you're Etsy, you're Etsy. If you're merch, you're merch. And we see people doing well and we, we, we say, oh, I wish I could do that. So I've challenged people, you know, one, once a week, load up 15 designs to two other places. Just once a week. You know, up until Q4 and then mm -hmm. watch the money come in. That's money. <laughs> yeah. Great advice. That is great advice. Mario said we're out reading The Bachelorette and the Yankees. <laughs> we know Mario wants to be watching The Bachelorette. <laughs> well, I thank you all very much. I appreciate it. You all have a really good group and, and very good ladies. And, uh, and all right. Well, we kept you too long, but anybody have any last thing before we? I don't see any more questions. All right. Tomorrow. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And thank you to the shirt father. Have a good yes, night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you.